Well, you know, you're listening to Talk Rope Nation. You might know I'm Jim Ross, the voice of AEW, and we're glad you're with us. We're going to have one hell of a podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I finished these fights. Give me a hell yeah. Top Rope Nation. Learn to love it. It's the best thing going today. What's up, what's up, Top Rope Nation? This is episode, I believe, 225 of the program, one we have really been looking forward to. We're bringing back the fantasy draft with a twist this week. We're talking about the greatest television matches in professional wrestling history. And we thought that this would be a good topic because obviously people are still talking about that great match we saw on Dynamite a couple of weeks ago between Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega. So we thought, let's get historical. It's what we do best. And let's bring back the draft. I am joined, as always, by Justin Joint and Kyle Ross tonight. My name's Ryan Drosty. We've got a great guest on the line. The first time he has joined us for one of these draft shows, but not the first time he's been on Top Rope Nation. It is the assistant editor of ProWrestlingTorch.com, <laughs> pointing at him on the video stream right now, Mr. Zach Haydorn, good friend of the pod. Zach, what's going on? How you been? I've been great. Really excited for this, guys, and uh, appreciate you guys having me on. This is uh, this is going to be a blast, and gosh, I just, uh, you know, I don't know how things are going to shake out, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for having me. Well, we appreciate you abandoning your family for a couple of hours to uh, spend some time with us, so... You know, it's, it's going to okay. be a fun time. Okay. <laughs> yes, Kyle. It's what wrestling's for is abandoning your family. Uh, I would like <laughs> to just reiterate a take that I uh, shot Zach's way the last time he was on the program. Uh, you know, hopefully it won't be my last piece of good analysis uh, here on this podcast. But uh, I would just like to take some time to reiterate that Chicago is indeed a White Sox town. Always said that. <laughs> <laughs> he had to correct himself. Yes. Oh, he did make an anti uh, White Sox joke on the show a few months ago and directed you it. Did, at Zach. But you yes. know, I'm I'm all ready for uh for Thursday afternoon. Oh, got the nice. New, got, you know, breaking in the new hat here. So you know, oh man, yeah. Justin, you're, with his you're in some hat. trouble there, Justin. Yes, I am. Yes, they are. <laughs> They are, yeah. I, I didn't even know baseball was still going on. I abandoned baseball a couple of months ago as a Cubs fan. So hey, <laughs> learning something new every yeah. day. <laughs> hey, hey, Justin, you want to? Justin, you want to know something? I don't there, know. There's only one T in Garrett, and there was only two innings too. <laughs> oh, ouch! <laughs> ouch! Ouch! That is cold. Too soon. Too soon. Yeah. <laughs> Too soon. It's all about the boom, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I, I want to say if you're joining us for the pod here, at, you know, as usual on Friday morning, uh, we're actually recording this on Tuesday night. You can join us live for exclusive live streams if you become a supporter on Patreon. So we got some people joining us live right now on YouTube as we record. Uh, link is in the broadcast description. We've been uh, having a lot of growth on our Patreon page in recent months. So thank you to everyone who's been pledging your support. Tons of bonus content dropping all the time over on Patreon. We've got a weekly bonus show, Top Rope Nation Extra. Only way you can hear that is Patreon. And then, of course, the monthly show, Top Rope Nation Extra, Patreon exclusive. There was a teaser here of that on our main feed last week. An awesome show with good friend of the pod, Liam O'Rourke, on WWF One Night Only 1997. 
check it out on Patreon. There are over 50 bonus podcasts. You can only hear by becoming a patron. Five bucks a month. Best way to support what we're doing. If you want a free way to support what we're doing, we'd also appreciate this. Leave us a written review on Apple. We've had a couple of them come in 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 recent days, and I always read them on air when people are kind enough to leave us a five-star review. And uh, the first one I want to read comes in from Great Britain. This dropped, uh, it looks like September 28th, five stars, said, The Hidden Gem of Wrestling Podcast, found through the SCG, that's the Squared Circle Gazette radio podcast, and can't believe I had missed it all these years. Really insightful and entertaining analysis on the current state of pro wrestling. That was dropped by Numpty Z. Numpty Z, thank you for your support of Top Pro Nation. Appreciate that. And then... We also had one from Spacesuit on Apple Podcasts. This one came in right here in the U.S. of A. Not for entertainment purposes only. Five stars. My new favorite pro wrestling podcast feed. Real analysis by knowledgeable fans. Served with a side of grizzled veteran chutzpah. This crew delivers the goods each and every show. If Top Rope Nation is not in your pod rotation, you're doing yourself dirty. Cheers, gentlemen. Very nice. Appreciate both of those reviews. And uh, hey, yeah, if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Podbean, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Leave the review. Check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Top Rope Nation. You can check out all of our shows by video by doing so. So, Justin Joint, this new style with the draft we're going to be debuting tonight. This was all your idea. We kind of talked about doing this for a few months. You're kind of changing the rules a little bit on us. So for the listeners out there, explain how this draft is going to work. All right. We are going to have ourselves an auction draft. Uh, Ryan, before the show started, set up in the nomination order. Also, you can call it a draft order. Uh, Zach will be going first, then Kyle, then myself, and then Ryan. Uh, What you will do when it is your turn, you will nominate a match along with your opening bid, and then it's open to everybody to start bidding on it. And you can bid, you know, however many times you want until, you know, everybody is dropping out. Uh, I believe we are going five, quote unquote, rounds. So we have five spots to fill. Uh, As soon as your five spots are filled, you will no longer nominate. And you need to have enough money to cover all five of your spots. So for like this first nomination, you can't uh, bid any higher than 96 because you need $4 to cover those four other spots. So essentially you could spend a ton of money on one match you really want, but then you're probably going to get four mediocre matches. So you you try to spread out your wealth a little bit with your $100. And if I could jump in here just to clarify eligible matches, I want to make sure we're all on the same Mm -hmm. page here. Yes. Um, the matches had to air first run on television. It had to be either air live on TV or be taped specifically for TV. So streaming services like the pre-USA days of NXT are excluded from this. And NXT UK is excluded from this, correct? Right. So okay. broadcast uh, like yeah. you know Fox, NBC, or, or cable television. Okay. So kind of narrows it down. And, but, and uh, it could, and it can't be a deal where I'm not saying I would have picked this, but just throwing out like it can't be like Goldberg DDP, which they did show on Nitro uh, for reasons that we don't need to talk about now, but was act, obviously <laughs> originally aired on a pay-per-view. 
So it's mm-hmm. not that it it doesn't matter if it did air once in its entirety TV. It had to be intent a first run match on television. Correct. Okay. okay. All right. So how this will work, you know, in our other drafts, the way we do this is after we got the results, I throw out the results on our social media pages. We have a poll. We see who wins according to the listeners. So, you know, after the fact, this will drop Friday sometime over the weekend. I'll, I'll put up a graphic and a poll on, on Twitter at Top Rope Nation. If you want to vote in the poll for your choice as to who you think won the draft, you can check it out there and uh, we'll announce the winner on the pod next week. So is that set the stage? We all we all set to go. Well, I'm nervous. Well done. <laughs> Justin, I see you giggling. You like your spot at number three, I think. I, I do. I didn't I didn't want to go first for some reason. Obviously, it doesn't matter, but uh I, I'm very anxious and curious to see uh what these first two guys nominate. Hey, who better to have the first pick than uh the rookie who's never done one of our drafts before? <laughs> Throw him into the hot seat oh, right off right. the bat, Zach Haydorn. All right. What do you got for your first nomination? And then we'll start the bidding. So, you know, my strategy with this pick, or not pick, but this throw out is I think I'm just going to try to get, you know, get some 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 money off the table, some money in the middle of the oh middle of the pot here. So I'm going to I'm going to start with the match that kind of generated the idea for the show to begin with. So let's get it out of the way Damn early. It. Daniel or Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega an AW Dynamite Grand Slam and I'm going to throw that match out and I'm going to I'm going to you know, see if I can sneak it in there at a discount. I'm going to throw it out there at 10 bucks. Ooh, 10 bucks. Okay. Anyone want to top that? First of all, I'll say this. I believe this is the first time our guest picker has gone first. I think is it, it is. Not, Ryan, I, I'm yeah. pretty sure. I'm honored, but mm-hmm. also nervous at the same time. Yeah. So $10 for the most, what will almost certainly be the most recent match uh, included in this draft. Um, well, unless you're going to pick that, unless you're going to pick Dana Brooke versus Shayna Baszler from, <laughs> you know, from last night. Featuring the biggest burial since uh, Gorilla Monsoon on Ken Patera, late 88 <laughs> yeah. television for the three of you who remember that reference. Um, I'll go 15 on that. People aren't jumping out. Okay. Twenty. Mm. Uh, Twenty is like a good round number. One fifth of your. Mm. Yep. I'll go twenty-five on it. Twenty-six. <laughs> <Nice>. Thirty. <laughs> Ooh, thirty. All right, now we're oh, getting wow. to close to thirty-one. Thirty-one, and you can't do fifty cents. Just to clarify. Correct. Right? Okay. <laughs> I got thirty-one oh one. No. Yeah. <laughs> thirty-one. I'm going to go $35. 37. I'm bound out, out, fellas. I'm I'm out. out. I'm out on this. Kyle's thinking about it. He's taking a chug of the Crown Royal. I'm going to bite my (laughs) ice cube. This is great radio. (laughs) (laughs) It's at $37, Kyle. What do you think? 40. 41. Oh, boy. 41. Final. Going once. 42. Kyle? 43. Kyle just doesn't want that. This is ego driven now. He just oh, <laughs> he cannot lose. He cannot lose. I mean, it's debatable. It's it's might be the best television match of all time. It's a great first nomination. Yeah, the, the big question surrounded is it recency bias. Right, yeah. right. Where where is it going to hold up in history? Actually, that's the second biggest question. The biggest question is who has the match technically right now, Ryan? I can't remember. 
42? I have it is at 43. Okay, that's 43. what I thought. Okay. I, I thought Justin yelled that out and that yeah. may have gotten missed. Okay. All right. Um, 44. 45. <laughs> Half of the money is gone. Almost. I, I'm surprised that it's going that. So Justin's mm. got it at 45. Mm-hmm. I'll bow out. Oh, okay. There we Justin go. Justin Joint. 40. Woo-hoo. Let me put this up on the screen. $45. Sold. Justin Joint. His first it's match. Good, it's on a nice the board. buy. It's a nice buy. All right. Oh, that's the wrong graphic. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. The pick is in. Danielson versus Omega Dynamite Grand Slam. Justin, $45. Let me write this on the sheet. So that brings us to Kyle, your nomination, sir. Okay. Well, I'm going to take us to a place that I think a lot of people compared that Danielson Omega match to. Uh, what was for many decades, and maybe still is for that matter, the standard bearer. Uh, in terms of wrestling TV matches, uh, that would be Ricky the Dragon Steamboat against Ric Flair, two out of three falls from Clash 6. Raging Cajun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will go start the bidding at $15. I'll, uh, I'll go 35 Whoa! Whoa, there we go. Oh, hey. Somebody <laughs> want big spender. Wow. Yeah. Let's make this interesting right off the bat. 35 I'll go 30, 38 okay i'll go 42 oh boy um, 43 50 oh you're gonna is this your guys's favorite out of the trilogy no i think we kind of uh, talked about it no. on our flair no. no it's actually my least favorite yeah, of the might... trilogy. <laughs> don't say that right now <laughs> come on man I mean, I said I still think it's actually number one on my board for this exercise for the draft. So I mean, that speaks volumes yeah. about what that trilogy it meant. Was, it was number one on my board too, so I'm going to go 51. Oh man, oh, what did you spend, Justin? 45. 45. Okay. Hmm. I'll go. I'll go 55. 56. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh man. Oh boy. What else do I got on my board here? <laughs> 56. I think I'm, I'm out. Uh, yeah. 57. You can, you can do a Zach. 57. 58. It's yours. It's yours. I'm going to regret All that right. in the morning, but it's yours. <laughs> All right. So for $58 in the auction, Kyle Ross takes Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, Ric Flair. New Orleans Superdome, Clash of the Champions, number six. Kyle, fifty-eight dollars. I don't need to tell Ryan and Justin this, Zach, but uh, won't be the first uh, fifty-eight dollars I've regretted spending when I wake up in the morning. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, Justin, your nomination, sir. All right, let's uh, keep the Ric Flair train going. I'm going to do. Uh, Ric Flair versus Terry Funk. I quit. Clash of Champions 9. Uh, and I'm going to start it off at 20. I'll go 30 bucks. I'll go. This is pretty high on my board. I'll go 40 on this. Well, that takes me out. <laughs> <laughs> no? Oh, yeah, I guess it does. <laughs> yeah, it's not I wouldn't have enough for my last, uh, my other three picks. It's $1 too much. For the, for the record, these were the top three on my board, too, our first three nominations. Yes. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, allow I'm, me to, I'm gonna 
Oh, I'm going 45. Sorry, go ahead, Kyle. I didn't mean to I'll say, al- Allow me to be the 736th person to inform the listeners that the beauty of 1989 Ric Flair is how he had two completely different feuds. Um, you know, self get with Steamboat and Funk, obviously. You know, he's a heel in one, and it's like all about who's the best wrestler, and then a baby face in the other, and it's all, you know, a violent personal feud. Yeah. So what do you, you add, Zach? I am at 45 at the moment. 45. Mm, I'm gonna go 55. Whoa! Oof. Wow, boy, that was <laughs> somebody wants it. That's a strong Unex- move. Unexpected. Yeah, that's a that's a power play right there. God, not, not, I love 1989 Ric Flair, man. What can I say? Well, most people do. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go 56. But if you say 57, it's yours. Oh man. We're we're both the only ones with a hundred left right now. So correct, correct. <sighs> Justin and I literally so are out fifty-seven of would be one dollar less than the last one went for Steamboat. I'll take it yeah. for fifty-seven. All right, all right. You're out, you sure? Yeah. Just all beat right. up on the rookie. Just beat up on the rookie. <laughs> no big deal. So all right, fifty-seven dollars. We've got uh, Ric Flair, Terry Funk, Clash Nine, New York Knockout, the I Quit match, November fifteenth. 89. I think you did a good job, yeah. Justin, so far getting the cheaper of the three. Thank you. Agreed. I'm feeling pretty yeah, I think at that so point far. we didn't know what they were going to go for. That was maybe yeah. an advantage. I, although, yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. I thought they were going to go for more. I mean, I was prepared to like basically like kill my bankroll for like one of those three. So, yeah. Okay. So, can we like, like, man, I, I want to just pause the podcast and watch Ric Flair versus Terry Funk. Watch that match. That That's such a good match. I mean, mm-hmm. so that's the thing. And whenever man. we do these shows is I always like leave these podcasts wanting to immediately watch mm-hmm. these matches that we just talked about. Um, is so, this yeah. the, embar- is this the embarrassing part when I tell everyone that I've watched them all in the last two days? Break <laughs> <laughs> it. Surprise me. Yeah. I actually didn't watch. I didn't need to watch any of these obviously, but there's a few others that I- of some new yeah. fresh takes hot off the press. Yeah. Be up till like four in the morning, you know, watching 1989 Ric Flair TV matches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really doesn't get much better. That's for sure. No, no. All right. So now it is Ryan Drosty's turn in the fourth, the interesting fourth spot. Cause I don't know where he's going here. Yeah. I'm looking at my list because, yeah, those three were pretty much in order, the ones that I, I had one through three. And now it gets a little interesting because there's a lot in the mix for me. Um, yeah, there's a lot you can throw out there. APA versus Public Enemy is still out there. <laughs> um, I think I will go with... I'm tempted to do something that we talked about the other night in our text thread, but I'm not going to do that one yet. I think I'll go with a match that we recently saw someone pay homage to at All Out. Mm. I'll go Bret Hart, one, two, three, kid. uh, Monday Night Raw, July 11th, 1994. And I'll start the bidding at $15. I'll I'll go 20 bucks on this. All right. Got some money burning a hole in my pocket. Yeah, you got a hundred mm-hmm. still. Kyle, you're at forty-two. Yeah. Justin's at fifty-five, and I'm at forty-three left. So bidding's at twenty bucks for Zach. 
Yeah, I'm tempted just because I don't have very many Bret Hart matches on my board. Yeah, I only got a couple. Strange. I have two on my board. What's it at? Is that 20 right now? Yep. 20. I'm going to hold off. Well, that's 10. I only have $43, though. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I'll go. Actually, you know what? I'm going to hold off on this. Anybody? Anybody else? One of the top 20? Kyle? Nope. All right. Wow. $20. All right. That's a hell of a deal. I'll take that. I'll take that. And so all right. we've all I mean, we've still... all got one now. Yep. Yep. All right. So I'm gonna type that in. I'm only gonna do this for the first round because it's hard to keep up with these graphics on the screen. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> all right, the pick is in. Bret Hart versus a one two three kid from Monday Night Raw, 1994, July 11th, 1994. Zach Hador gets it for twenty dollars. Yeah. And as you alluded to, Ryan, a few That's moments a ago, this is a match that feels like it's gained an influence and popularity in just recent years. It's not like it was a match that wasn't respected at the time, but, you know, with Punk and Darby paying homage to it recently, and yeah, I just feel like you've seen a lot more chatter about it on Twitter than you, like, saw on the very generic online, you know, in maybe the early part of the 21st century. Some of this, I feel like, is just... And people have been talking about this on Twitter this week is, uh, you know, more respect that Brett's getting, if that's possible. In recent years, there was mm-hmm. a, a thread going on Twitter about Brett maybe winning the debate between him and Sean and who was better with Brett's work, maybe aging better. And this is one of those matches where that people point to just because of the little things in the match. You know, like the part they recreated it all out was when um, uh, Brett got taken down the mat and kind of grabbed his head and did that little look back at kid and then punk did that replicated that in the match with darby like right at the beginning of the match but i mean yeah it's it's one of the matches that put the one two three kid on the map and it's in the match with razor obviously so i think that's a hell of a grab for 20 bucks you know zach you you laid well you were in the bidding but you get to this point and you got 100 bucks to work with and we're all down to like around 40 to 50 so able to walk away with a good price i mean it's no uh you know, it's no funk flair, but it's it's still good. And and I think it's I think Kyle, like the, your point that you're bringing up about it. I wonder if it also has to do with like the era of you know wrestlers who are coming up like right now. That like maybe that match is more influential because that was 1994, and so like now you're seeing that kind of make its way back because people who are at the top of their game now in the wrestling business, like that would have been an influential time for them, you know, Mm -hmm. back when they were a kid or growing up watching wrestling. So I wonder if that plays a part in these things kind of coming back, you know, at at odd times. Cause you're right. I mean, it's a good match, but it's kind of, you know, been elevated more recently, I think. Well, and and don't discount the fact that it would, it's a match that really isn't canonized in WWE lore. Right. Like the whole thing Mm -hmm. with the Sean Brett debate, Sean gained this edge in the early 2000s because he was with the company and Brett wasn't in any capacity. So they just like kept like, Sean's the best ever. Sean's the best ever. People started believing that it's okay if you do. And this particular match, I don't even think was released on a DVD in any form until maybe the Raw anthology set. So it was something that probably, unless if you're a big tape trader, just slipped through the cracks until about 10, 12 years ago. Yeah, I, I, yeah, some of this too is just like 
I don't know, social media, you know, the social media generation, people love honesty for a lot of years there. Like Brett had this reputation. It's like, oh, he's such a whiner and a crybaby. And people would always talk down about Brett Hart. But like people, it seems like people appreciate raw honesty more these days. And like, he's not a crybaby. He just like calls it how he sees it. He's very honest. He's not going to bullshit you. And I just, I don't know. I think part of that is like where his standing has gone up a little bit and people are familiarizing themselves with his work a little bit more. And, and you're right, Kyle, like the fact that Michaels was out of the company, or I mean, Michaels was in the company, Brett was out of the company in the early 2000s, and they did whatever they could to uh, try to downplay Brett's influence. And then when he came mm -hmm. back and he did the DVD projects and stuff, it definitely elevated his catalog, too. And that kind of built up to this point we're at now. So yeah, 20 bucks, it's good. Goodbye. And of course, everyone hates Shawn Michaels produced matches at NXT now, so that helps. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is true. All right. So your second nomina nomination, Zach, what do you got for us? All right. Well, I got to look at my board here, see, uh, make a strategic pick. I'm going to I'm gonna throw out, I don't know where this falls for you guys, so I'm interested to see kind of where, where it'll go. But it'll, it'll be our first stipulation. Matt. Well, no, I guess I quit. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna toss out Jeff Hardy versus the Undertaker ladder match, mm. and I'm gonna oh. throw that out at uh, ten bucks. I remember mm. loving that match at the time. I actually don't even have that on my board. It kind of fell through the cracks for me. But now, when you mention, like, yeah, I really liked that match at the time a lot. I remember watching it multiple times, just taping that. Yeah, show it's a good. I mean, it's a good. It's a. It's a good match. I, I again, I. It's a. You know, I would say. It's the lower seventy-five percent of the, of my board, but I want to see where you guys are pegging this thing. I had it on my board. I was hoping I would be able to sneak it in, but one of my last ones when <laughs> nobody had any money left. Yeah. So when I first met Justin, he was the biggest Jeff Hardy fan I knew. He was a huge in that era, right around the time this match happened. And plus, like everyone thought they it was dumb, but they always made the rockers comparisons. They're like, oh yeah, Jeff's the Sean. He's gonna be this big star. And this was that match where it was like you thought this might push him in that direction to like become the you know a massive single star or something like the you know, the Undertaker giving him respect in this match. Yeah, I, uh, I remember uh afterwards they did the Our Lady Peace promo video, not enough. Oh yeah. Nice. Enough for this That's match, a great yeah. callback. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think Jeff was out of the wow. company within a year. Yeah. He had some yeah. issues. I mean, he right. that, I mean in that match, he I mean, he takes a beating in this in that match. Like I watched it back probably like a a week ago for something else that I was doing and I was just like, "Man, this is this is a good match, but he, Jeff Hardy just it's bump after bump. I mean, he he's brutal. It's brutal." So what what you said to that? Was it 20? 10. Right? 10? 10. Okay. 10. 10, 10, 10, yeah, yeah. Justin? 11. <laughs> Big money. <laughs> You're not making the aggressive approach like me. $50. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait. I'm out. Between I'm out you three. Too. Okay. I'm out too. Yeah, man. I was hoping to sneak this in for 10. I'm out. It's yours, Justin. Wow. All right. All right. Just it's a good buy at eleven bucks. Yeah, so I'll tell you what, man. Zach's got eighty bucks left, and there's still a lot of good matches. It's interesting the strategy you guys are. Are you guys trying to like bankrupt everybody and then bust out some heavy hitters <laughs> so you can steal them real cheap? Because I'm, 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 
I'm debating what to do with this next pick. I think there's a very obvious nomination to be made, but it'll definitely result in a bidding war. Um, I think there is too. I wonder if we're thinking there's the a same couple. Thing. There's Curious. a couple obvious ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna try to maybe just sneak one that I really wanted and see if you guys are going to jump over me here. Uh, I'm going to take this podcast to a place it's never been before, as I often do, quite frankly. Um, I don't think we have ever mentioned the AWA on this podcast, have we? Oh, wow. (coughs) Pardon me as I cough. I assure you I'm completely healthy. But uh, we're going to go November 15th, 1986. Air date was New Year's Eve of that year. It is the U.S. match of the year in 1986. It is Kurt Hennig's best match of all time. Him versus Nick Bockwinkle for the AWA championship. They go the full 60. Kyle, you're killing me. This was this was I, on my sleeper pick list. This was I, I, I wasn't sure this was going to get brought up or not. So I brought this up on a different um, forum than ours. That's how I knew um, you were going to do it. Yeah, recently, you, had, you recently brought this up. Yeah, and somebody was like, "Eh, that didn't age well." Whew, I'd like to. I think that person may need to check, consult their oculist. Quite frankly, as Gorilla Monsoon like to say, <laughs> I, I watched it this afternoon. This is real high on my board. If you're just doing a standard draft, this has a first round grade for me. Um, just a marvelous performance with Bachwinkle growing more and more desperate as the sixty minutes uh, roll on. Hennig gets a little color towards the end, adding to the drama. You do have to sit through 60 minutes of Rod Trongard and Lord James Blears, who, uh, you know, make Sean Mooney and Al Hayes look like uh, Gorilla Monsoon and Jesse Ventura by comparison. (laughs) But it's worth it. AWA title match, New Year's Eve 1986. I'll start the bidding at $15. Boy. While you think about that, Zach, here's the balances for the listeners at home. Zach's got $80, Kyle is 42, Justin has 44, and I have 43. So three of us are within a couple of bucks, which is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although Justin has two two matches with that money. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 15 was the bid? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to look at that board here, and there's... Uh, All right, I'll go 16. 16 make you sweat a little. 17. Hmm. 18. 20. <laughs> Here we go. God, you're going to make me say. You can't take that $80 with you, Zach. <laughs> I know. But like you said, Kyle, there's, there's some, I got my eye on some big matches mm-hmm. that I know are going to be, you know, yeah. you know, uh, pretty big bids, but. Yeah. 23. Thinking you got $42, Kyle. This would be your second match. Mm-hmm. I'll drop out. Ooh. Great match, That's, though. Uh, you know what? I'll, go, I'll tell you what. You, 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 you had me pay more than I thought I was going to pay on this match. Because <laughs> this is a great match. You're right in, every, in your <clears throat> analysis on it. I mean, I... I'm surprised that people said I, I hadn't heard that that it was out there that it didn't age well, but I I think it ages really well. I mean, I really I really do. Yeah, it yeah. just it, it and I really like how there's a ref bump in the middle of the match 
And the ref sells it the the second half of the match, and it's like becomes part of the storyline. Yes, it's a great point. Yep, this is yeah. And well, and two other there's two little quirky things I love too. If people have never seen it, in it was on ESPN the match. This is when AWA hit its ESPN deal, and in the middle of the match they have the NHL ticker breaks out because it was ESPN, of course. So you just get great things like the. Quebec Nordiques and the uh, Hartford Whalers <laughs> on your television during this. Nice. And as much yep. as I ripped, I ripped on Tron Guard earlier, uh, who had a cup of coffee uh, doing WWE house show commentary. He has a great line towards the other match. Where he goes, "These guys haven't just given everything they have; they've given everything there possibly is to give. That there is to give. Like it's That's just a great. great line. Yeah, yeah. great line. <laughs> so, what did that one go for? $23 to Zach, his second match yeah. of the night. I thought I had actually already added it to my results document under Kyle. I was like, there's no way Kyle's going to let this one get away. But then you got <laughs> to the point where it was like, oh, you only have like less than 20 bucks left mm-hmm. and need three more matches. So, all right. So that leaves and, and you Zach know what? for 57 now. Yeah. And my first round pick was Flair Steamboat too. So I was like, yeah, you know, I've got two basic, bro- basically Broadways in there. You know, maybe I want a little more yeah. variety. Mm-hmm. All right, nice Zach, Justin, your okay. pick, sir. I like that we're we're getting a little bit closer to all having the exact same amount of money here. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm going to throw out there, from possibly considered the greatest WWE television match of all time, is from Raw. May 21st, 2001, Steve Austin and Triple H versus Chris Jericho and Redacted. (sighs) And I will open the bidding at $20. Hmm. 20 bucks. Man. Boy, I just don't know. Would leave me with only twenty bucks left for three matches. This is where it gets hard. This is the strat. This is what Justin's just smiling. This is what he wanted. Right? Yeah. This is what he wanted when he pitched this. This makes a. This makes it very difficult. Mm. Right. It does. Because there's a few on my board yet that I've yet to be called that I really want. So I'm like leery to put in twenty one dollars with only forty three left here. Zach could do it. He's got fifty seven left, and he already has yeah, two matches. Was- yeah, I definitely can't let it go for 20. So I'm going to say 23. 25. 26. Oh, well, fine. <laughs> <laughs> 26 Man. for Justin? Thinking about it, Zach? I don't know. I'm still, I'm still in. Still debating. Looking at the board here. Man. God, there's 27, 28. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to get any sleep tonight because I'm going to want to watch all these matches. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm saying. 28. Oof. All right, I'm out. Kyle? I'm thinking. <laughs> so Justin while you while you debate this I got a question does this does this I mean can 
I mean, how high are you guys on this match in comparison to some of those other top tier singles matches? Because I think like this one, it is one of the best TV raw matches. But when I was kind of mapping out the board, it took me a while to get there just because I had singles matches in my head first. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, so I mean, it's a unique match in that it's like, you know, a premier match, but it's tag team. And it's all the stuff surrounding it with, you know. Austin just having come off the the heel turn, obviously Triple right. H getting injured, um, kind of the rise of Jericho and Redacted in WWE. Yeah, yeah. and for, for one night we all believed, right? Yep. Like we were all mm-hmm. like, oh, because like that was the period. Justin referenced Austin's heel turn, which we've been insanely critical of on this program, as we should have. We're very smart podcasts. Um, you know, people had started to kind of like for the first time go, eh, "Is WWE booking?" And like, you know, they had had a couple rough months and this match for, you know, one night kind of got them pointed in the right direction. I absolutely hated how in subsequent weeks, spoiler, I watched a lot of the television around the time of preparation for the show. They like kept referring to what a miracle it was Jericho and Benoit won. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That pissed me off, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm hot, Brian. Uh, and I'm also, <laughs> also going to drop out of the bidding too. Well, the, so the thing is, you know, like you look at the characters involved here, because at the time, everyone was saying greatest match, raw history and mm-hmm. certainly tag match. And uh, but then, you know, because of what happened with Benoit and stuff like it doesn't it doesn't get mentioned that much anymore for that reason. Right. Um, so I feel like it's one of those matches where for people who are watching wrestling at the time and they see this on our draft results, they're going to be like, absolutely. That gives a ton of points to to that person I might want to vote for their their list and other people that are younger fans maybe they're not even familiar with it because it's not a match that WWE ever mentions for yeah. obvious reasons but it's a great yeah. match yeah now what why are what are those reasons <laughs> <laughs> go back and listen to our review of dark side of the ring from uh, oh, last okay. year and <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah so $28 to Zach was it no, Me. Justin. 28 no, no. or Justin 28 Twenty-eight dollars. Yep. All right. So I think Justin has now spent the most, but he also has three matches, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. What are you There's seventy. You only have sixteen dollars left. Is that correct, Ryan? On my sheet, he has sixteen dollars left. Oh. Yes. Okay. Okay. And uh, I believe twenty-eight. All right. Yeah. Mister Drosty is now left. Is now next. Okay. I, say. Uh, I mean, I'll throw out the obvious one that hasn't been picked yet. Clash one, Sting Flare. We've talked about this one during our Flare draft. Uh, God, when was that? A little over a year ago when we did the Ric Flair draft. But uh, it's one of the most famous television matches of all time. It's the match that everyone says, you know, kind of made or helped to make Sting. 45-minute time limit draw the day of WrestleMania 4. Um, I'll start the bidding at 15. Sting, Sting Flare, Clash one. Anybody? I mean, actually, no, I couldn't bid on this. Never mind. Yeah, you, he can't. <laughs> yeah, you got yeah. 16 left. You can't. Justin's but you could. Left. You could. You would have 15 and you'd have $1 left for your last well, No, I'd have, to, I'd have to bid 16. To outbid me. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You're right. That's yeah, a good point, yeah. Justin Joy. I'm going to say uh, I'm gonna say 20. Okay. Hmm. This will be your third match. I'm still with one. Kyle, you got $42. I also have one match. One. You and I are very similar. We we spent big on the on, we spent big just like Ric Flair in 1989. 
<laughs> you, uh, I'll go twenty two. I'll go twenty two dollars. And in two thousand twenty one, we got nothing uh, to show for it, just like Ric Flair. Yeah. Hey, oh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> wow. All I got is wow. these damn wrestling figures and replica belts behind me. And that's twenty two dollars. Hmm. I got so I've got fifty. What fifty seven left? Yep. Fifty seven. Yeah. You said tw- how much? 25? 20, 22. 22? Or I'll say 25. Oh, man. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, guys, like, this is like, you know, it's one of the heavy hitters. It's going to look good on the draft board when people vote. 25. I'll go 26. Oh. Twenty-seven. Love to see it, Justin. Don't you? <laughs> I'm out. These I'm two out. guys just waiting. <laughs> I'm out. Twenty-seven dollars. You got it, Zach. Twenty-seven dollars. Right. Zach's down to thirty. Yes, so I'm down and to he, thirty. Yeah. And, and me Zach's and Ryan board is me and, strong. Me and Ryan are still sitting with one match. So what? So Justin and I both have three, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Zach yep. has just to recap for the podcast listeners. Zach has Brett versus One Two Three Kid, July '94 Raw. Bachwinkle Hennig, New Year's Eve '86. Um, Flair Sting Clash One. Justin right now has Brian Danielson and Omega from Dynamite Grand Slam. Taker Hardy from Raw and that was '02, right? Mm-hmm. '02, and then uh, the Triple H Austin Jericho Benoit. Tag from May of 01 on Raw. Kyle has Flair Steamboat Clash 6, and I have Flair Steamboat or uh, Flair Flair Funk from Clash 9. So, yeah, that's where we're and at. Now, and I believe now it is Zach Adorn's turn. Yes, it is. Uh, is. It's mine, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's Justin's, yeah. No, Ryan. Uh, no, I just went. So it's back no, to it's, Zach. It's, it's back to Zach. Yep. Nope. Oh, okay. It's to me. Yeah. Okay, right. let's see wait. what we got here. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. I think we have some confusion. Nope, you're right. You're right. You're. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. You're okay. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. Back to Zach. Okay. Zach, he needs two more matches. He's got thirty dollars to work with. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. Back to WWE, oh. and do uh, John Cena versus CM Punk from Monday Night Raw, February twenty fifth. 2013. The match. Yes. Start this at 10 bucks. And th- I, I just want to say, I, so I watched this back this afternoon too. Cause I was like, is it really, is it really, you know, worthy of, of a draft pick? And I think it definitely is, especially like with how punk wrestles this match. I mean, there is a chip on his shoulder during this thing. And it's got that, that, that spot in it where they do the, the, the sit down pile driver for like, you know, which shocks the whole crowd because it hasn't been done in WWE in quite some time. So really good match, but I'll start it at 10 bucks. Also number one contenders match for a shot at the rocket WrestleMania, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Cena, Cena put it on the line because the story was he had never pinned CM Punk before. And when Zach talks about Punk really working with a chip on his shoulder here, he's absolutely correct. This was the period that Punk was really pissed off. He wasn't in the main event. I mean, he was, that was, that was a shoot. He was mad. He, Mm-hmm. It, and that's yeah. why we love CM Punk because he thinks things like working the Undertaker is a downgrade at WrestleMania. 
<laughs> Love oh, CM man. Punk with all my heart and soul. <laughs> Ten bucks. Mm. Ten bucks. I'll go eleven. Thinking <laughs> about it. Oh, man. Twelve. It's never bad to have a never bad to have a punk match on your on mm-hmm. your list these days for voting purposes. Twelve. Mm-hmm. We'll go twelve. Yep. If I go 13, that gives me $30 for three matches. I just don't know. I think I'm out. Anybody else? All right, sold. So Zach. Wow. Wow. Okay. What was that for $13? 12. 12. 12. Wow, that's a hell of a deal there. Yeah. So what's what's Zach down to? He's got $18 left and needs one more match. Well, he's been like he's I'm been gonna... the economical spender. Every everything is going to be within uh, eighteen <laughs> to twenty seven. There, it is crazy. Yeah, I just the thing I'm worried about is I think I'm feel like I'm going to leave with some money because I don't you know I don't know. Uh, there's a couple matches that I think could get get up there and spend, but I think you guys are going to outbid me. So we'll see. This will be exciting run here. Wow. All right. All right. Very good. All right, Kyle. Me and you with one match to our board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's my nomination, is it not? Yeah. Can't believe this one's still on the board. Uh, I think it's a great value. Um, you know, we, we, we're we all friends here, but I think this is a better match than Flair Sting uh, in terms of clash matches. And I think it is very comparable to the tag uh, from Raw that Justin nominated. And speaking of Justin, I think this nomination will warm his soul. Shit. It is Clash of Champions 17. Dustin Rhodes and Ricky Steamboat against the Enforcers, Arn Anderson and Larry Zabisco. Comparing those two tags before I throw out my bid here, the Raw tag has the better closing stretch. This has the much better opening stretch, which kind of makes sense based that you had a mystery guy mm-hmm. and Arn and Larry had to sell their ass off for Ricky, which they did to a just phenomenal degree. We all remember the line, that's not a man. That's Ricky Steamboat, you know, and stuff like art. They just yeah. did such a great job. I uh, loved to, him coming out in his silly costume and Tony Schiavone saying, oh, maybe this is somebody from Japan. You know, God mm-hmm. bless Tony. That's like a, yeah. exactly something Tony would say. Jim Ross and Tony <laughs> Schiavone, 30 years later or 30 years ago on commentary. Who would have thought they'd still be doing it? Um, I will open the bidding here at $20. Fucker. God, I can't even bid on it, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a good match we've definitely oh, talked dude. about this one on the pod before i don't remember why we did it might have been our best tag team specialist show and we were do- yeah. talking about dustin and you know his his great tag team work and multiple partners and everything oh this match got four and a quarter in the observer at the time 8.43 on cage match some say those numbers are a little too low <laughs> That's high. I mean, that's high for cage match. Yeah. Oh man, twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm. Twenty dollars. I, I mean, I yeah, I'm out. Can't bid. Yeah, it's basically yeah. me and Ryan. Yep. I am livid right now. Livid. <laughs> I'm gonna let can, you have. Can Justin sell back oh! Danielson versus Omega? <laughs> <laughs> I got it at twenty. Wow. Okay. Okay. And it was you at twenty-two dollars. Yep. And. Justin, I, I know, I think it was on that aforementioned tag team specialist pod that Ryan mentioned. You and I were talking, this clash really brought WCW back 
from a hideous summer of 1991. I mean, who the hell would watch anything from like June through September of 91 WCW? One of the most dirt worst runs any major promotions <laughs> ever had. But this clash turned it around, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's a good pick. I'm just like getting really stingy with thinking that I've got $43 and I need four matches. So it's like 20 bucks. I don't know. I feel like there's some stuff out there that I'm going to be able to get for a low price. It'll play well. We'll see. I, I actually trust my, uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to throw a side here right now. Coming to this draft, I trusted my judgment so much that I was totally willing for the last two picks to have like two bucks left and just say, fuck it. I'll take these. Uh, there's going to be two matches that I really like that mm-hmm. I think are going to put through the cracks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Justin, your nomination. Yeah, perhaps, well, apparently very foolishly, I, I thought that tag match might have been one of those for me, but not so much. Um, boy, there, boy, there still is a lot of good stuff out there. Um, I will throw out an Iron Man match from SmackDown, September 18th, 2003. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Kurt Angle. Uh, pretty fun match. Really good one, actually. Uh, I will start the bidding at five doll hairs. Hmm. This is actually of of the main three matches they had singles in 2003. My favorite. I think the SummerSlam yeah. match is overrated. I know there's a lot of sharp people. Uh, online that love that match. Wade, I know, is one of them. Zach, I know he, he gave that. I think he gave it four and a half stars, if memory serves yeah, me correct. I think so. And then, yeah. um, and and you know, the, the WrestleMania match didn't do it for me. I, I like. I think they actually got better each time. I like SummerSlam better than WrestleMania, but I like this better than SummerSlam. Believe it or not, I did too. <sighs> What'd you say? Five dollars. Five dollars. I'll go. I'll go ten on this. All of a sudden, Ryan Drosty busting out the wallet late in the night. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it usually works. All right, I, I'm gonna, I'm, you can't I'm remember if I bought you that drink or not the next morning, Kyle. Yeah, <laughs> you're out. I'm ten uh, bucks. Yeah. Is it, I mean, goodbye though. Well, wait a yeah. second. Uh, ten bucks. Yep. You got sixteen. You need two matches. You know you what the problem it. is. The problem is, is I already have two other matches in this very tight, like two year uh, time frame. So mm-hmm. I'm going to bow out reluctantly. All right. Anybody else? Okay. I'll take it. Brock Angle, wow. Iron Man match. You got it. Uh, for, hey, that's, that's what you needed, 10. man. A match like that for 10 bucks. Yeah. That's, that's a good pull. Yeah. So yeah. September 16th, 2003. There are a lot of matches that I can see Ryan Drosty nominating next. Hmm. Can you really? Yeah, there's like two. That, <laughs> that, there, there's two matches that I actually marked in my notes will be nominated by Ryan Drosty. <laughs> That's amazing. So, yeah, like I, I, I'd be, I'd be stunned if you didn't nominate either of these two. Right. Like right Here's now, me. you mean, or, or just... In, in the... I, I, I actually, like, yes, actually right now, I would be legitimately shocked if he did not nominate one of the two matches. Okay. Did one of those matches happen in the month of March? Yes. <laughs> this guy knows me so well. This is what five and a half years of podcasting will do. Uh, <laughs> Owen Hart 
Yep. British Bulldog, <laughs> European title finals of the European title tournament, um, March 3rd, 1997, Berlin, Germany. This is such an awesome match. Um, I mean, before that tag, that we, you know, the, the Triple H Austin tag, this was probably the best match in Raw history, I think. Uh, it's a, such a great, and you think of Bulldog 97, you know, getting towards the latter stages of his career, you think about him being such a jacked up dude and maybe not as mobile as he was at one time, but he gets there with Owen in this match and all of a sudden, like he's flipping around and having a great match. And it was also kind of surprising at the time they did this match because uh, I thought Brett was going to end up being in the finals, uh, but Brett ended up losing to Owen in the semifinals of the tournament and you know because brett was super popular over in europe and then they have owen and davy who were the tag team champions at the time in the finals and i mean just owen's great as always um but of course davy winning the title becoming the first european champion love the match i wrote about it last year in a column i did on owen hart i'm gonna start the bidding at ten dollars and of course, Davey lost it under such honorable circumstances. Yeah, which we, we just, just talked, talked about, about on the pod. There's a lot of, yeah, yes. Um, Man. I always love that European title belt, by the way. Yeah, Great looking you know, belt. You, you talk about it coming down to Owen and Davey and, and the machinations of the tournament, Ryan. It, it's so weird to go back to like February, early March 97, and then just look two months later because you, you talk about plans change, pal. I mean, WWE basically, once Sean lost his smile and they figured out they needed to switch Austin and Brett, babyface and heel, like they just threw everything out the window. Owen and Davey were heading for a split. Uh, you know, this was going to be part of that. But, you know, once Brett, they got Brett to agree to turn heel, Brett stepped in and says, hey, you know that Owen Davey thing you're teasing? We're not actually going to do that anymore. And they're going to be with me. So, and we all worked out for the better. Yeah. Yeah. Would you would you throw it out at Ren? Ten bucks. You've Ten got eighteen dollars left and need one more match, looks like. Yeah, I think I mean this really is a good match. I mean, if there's anybody out there that for some reason hasn't seen this, definitely worth certainly worth watching. Um I'm gonna bow out just because got a couple other things pegged, perhaps. But I'm not bowing out because it's not worth it, because it certainly is. Justin Joint, Kyle. I've got my eyes somewhere else. Mm. Same. You got, you got lust in your eyes, brother. Right <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take it for ten. I'm happy with that. Ten dollars on this one. This was one that was in my mind, as Kyle thought mm-hmm. probably throughout the night, where I was like waiting. I might be able to get this one cheap. It hasn't been nominated yet, and I, I love this match. So, all right, I'll take it. Owen and Davey. So, so you have bucks. three mat. You have three matches for basically the same price. I got my two. Yeah, my last two I got for ten dollars. Yeah, my first one I got. I spent fifty-seven on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ryan, you're being that's that's two efficient buys in a row there. Yeah, for you, ten bucks. Well played. I'm happy with that. Zach, your your nomination, sir. Yeah, and you can only nominate so high because there's a good chance you'll get outbid here, or you'll get left with it, or I'll get Mm -hmm. that's it. You know, I got to some strategery as some dumb guy. (laughs) No, but it's like, but I'm all. It's also risky because I don't know because I got a couple things pegged, but I don't. You know, 
I don't know how much those are going to be going for. So interesting, interesting time here in this auction. We're talking a lot of pegging on this show, by the way. That's the direction I didn't think this pod was going to go tonight. <laughs> right. Let's see here. Um, okay. I'm going to go with, oh, man, I just don't. You know, I'm gonna just I'm gonna go about it this way. I, I now I have one of his matches already on my um in my in my possession, but I'm gonna go with another one anyway. John Cena against Shawn Michaels, April twenty third, two thousand seven, Monday Night Raw, and I'm you know I'm just gonna throw that out at my max bid, eighteen bucks. Mm. I want this one. WrestleMania rematch. I mean, like this match. So, like, I, I wrote. I mean, I like this match for a couple reasons. Looking back on it, obviously, it's it's. It, I think it just it plays well just on a on a rewatch. But at the time when it when it aired, you know, live on Raw, I mean, it was unexpected for like this type of a like match in terms of its its just its length, you know, mm-hmm. to to on on TV. So I remember like watching it at the time live, going. Man, it really kept you on your toes because it was so foreign for for a match like this to go as long as long as it did, and so uh, you know it plays well now. But back then, even in the in, on the live airing, it was kind of like you felt like you were watching something special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think this was the longest match in Raw history until that gauntlet they did with Seth Rollins. I think a couple years ago. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I remember being stunned watching. It actually didn't air because this it was in London, right? This match, I'm I think. Yeah. yeah, it was in London, so it did, it did. Like, I think it was aired on tape, but I didn't check the spoilers at that time at all. And I remember sitting watching this for the first time too, Zach, and being like, "Holy shit!" Like, I'm looking like this thing. Like, we're yeah. past thirty minutes on Raw. Raw, <laughs> Raw, right? Yeah, like exactly. I mean, was, I mean the, the kids today don't understand. Like, you know, a match getting that much time, unheard of. I mean the. It, the, the tag that Justin brought up is like 14 minutes. And people were like right. stunned at the time that a match would go 14 minutes yeah. in 2001. Yep. 55 minutes and 49 seconds. Four and a quarter in the Observer. 9.13 on cage match. A lot of, yeah, a lot of people love. The only thing I don't like is that Michaels won here and then he was made to keep uh, look strong in the fatal four-way they did at uh, Backlash with Edge and Orton. Another good match, mm-hmm. by the way. They like yeah. the the, yeah. the pin was Sean super kicked Cena, fell over, and then Cena fell onto Orton for the pin, which was a clever way to end the match. But like Sean took time out after that, and like Cena never got his revenge. That kind of irked me a little yeah. bit, but but still, no, you're right. I mean, this was uh, there are a lot of people have this on their short list for best raw matches ever. Eighteen, I I can't do it because that'll give me four dollars for my last match. So I'm at 23. If I had to outbid you, mm, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out too. I'm out too. All right, Zach, that completes your five. All right. Wow. My five. I, I, I got to say, I didn't, I didn't think I'd have two John Cena matches, but there we go. Hopefully, <laughs> uh, hopefully there's a lot of John Cena fans that listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there are. <laughs> Could, could we run through a John actually listens to the show? Yeah, so he'll, he'll be voting. For oh, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. well I'm thinking I, I, I had yeah. Cena pegged for just a big Kyle fan, he's just gonna vote for whatever you have, man. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Uh, so what are Zach? Can we run through Zach's final five here? Just I guess because yep. he's done. Brett, one, two, three, kid, July '94 on Raw. Bachwinkle, Hennig, New Year's Eve show, AWA. Flair Sting, Clash One. Uh, Cena Punk from February 2013 on Raw, and Cena Michaels Raw, April 2007. I am I am okay. so so embarrassed that he got Punk Cena for twelve dollars, and I paid eleven <laughs> bucks for Taker Jeff Hardy. I'm just ashamed of myself right now. <laughs> He, I think, like, yeah, when so, I look at this, as far as like how much the money money was spent, I think Zach did the best budgeting here. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he did. Well, he didn't know. I mean, he got all of his, like I said, within the same price range. Yep. Well, or, same or, price or, point. Oh, I'm not. Part. Yeah. I'm not as diversified as you guys. I mean, I have like 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 some some old school matches, and then two Cena matches that I think you could you know argue. I guess not exactly same era, but close enough. Like Cena's still top guy you know, era stuff. So I'm not diversified in terms of my eras, but yeah. hey. Eh, I you think know. you're all right. You have two yeah. old schools and 90s and then, I mean, two, two old schools, two, some of the 90s. Two, 2007 and 2013, I kind of feel are slightly different John Cena's. I don't know about you guys. I agree. It, it was that period in yeah. 2007 from the Umaga match kind of up until the time he got hurt or uh, after SummerSlam. That's when I really turned um to Cena. Like I, I was as big a skeptic as anyone throughout 06. But when he started like, you know, having these great matches in 07, I'm like, you know what? They were right to stay with this guy, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like, you know, in 13 is like coming out, or this match is like, you know, with Punk is like he's he's already had the first rock match. So he's kind of, you know, the torch, so to speak, has already been yeah. passed his way. He's gonna do the rematch, but so yeah, yeah, it's kind of two different eras, but yeah, yeah. still he, he started two, doing it, two two scenes. By thirteen, he was getting into his super indie style a little bit, where he was working yeah. with your punks and your obviously the match with Brian at SummerSlam, where it was it, it, you know he was working a more yep. internet fan friendly style almost. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm up next here, and I really want a match. I maybe shouldn't have said that. But <laughs> we'll see what we match? can. We'll see what we can do. Um, it is technically a tag team match, but it is not two versus two. Oh, okay. Um, okay. this is my number two rated Raw match of all time, so I think I'm getting some value in that regard. And we're gonna go February seventh, two thousand, Dallas, Texas, the Ten Man. Uh, that would be Triple H, X-Pac, Chris Redacted, Perry Saturn, and Dean Malenko against Cactus Jack, The Rock, Rikishi, and Too Cool. Jesus Christ, is this crowd, crowd red hot for this match. When, I mean, <laughs> when the baby faces run out, they can just do no wrong. And there is a segment in this match with Rock and X-Pac. The chemistry these guys had was just off the charts. X-Pac just stooging for right, right, kiss that right. I mean, holy fucking shit was, he, was everybody on, this, on fire. Too cool, too cool looked like they belonged. The Radicals were in like their second week in the promotion. They looked like they belong. Um, just nonstop action. They kind of blow the finish, and by kind of, I mean do, or Cactus, I think, was starting to suffer from his concussions and broke up the pin when he wasn't supposed to. But, I mean, 
you talk about just a red hot TV match to kick off one of the finest years this promotion ever had. Give me the Dallas 10 man from February 7th, 2000. And I will start the bidding um, at $15. Hmm. Mm. This really is, I mean, this is like an action packed match and that spot with, with rock and X-Pac it's X-Pac, right? Yeah. That the, yeah. I mean, it's like, I, I just think it's, I mean, yes, the rock's great in that moment for sure, but X-Pac selling the way, I mean, he's such a heel and just totally like shining the baby face on that, in that, in that moment. It really, really is like some just great work, two pros. I mean, he's just such a pro about it, man. Yeah. I just love it. Like he gets the advantage for like one second. Cause really like, should X-Pac be kicking the rocks ass for any length of time? No, but like he does for just like a moment. And then he starts crotch shopping and rock just leaps out of the corner yeah. and just kills him with a lariat. And the crowd is just lapping it up. This yeah. is how and TV sells it should be so done. Good. Yeah. Yeah. He just sells it like a million bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Fifteen said dollars, 15, Kyle. 15. 15, yeah. Perfect. I can't bid. Yeah. Justin's got Fuck 16 and needs two more matches. Kyle, if you if you get this for 15, you have $7 for your last two matches. Which you said at the top of the show, you're fine with. Get yep. some stuff cheap late. Yeah. <sighs> Hmm. I need two more matches. I'm gonna give it to you. Wait, it's a, sorry, it's 15, right? 15. Yep. Oh, I got the Dallas Ted Man. <laughs> I'll give it to you. All right, Dallas Ted Man for Kyle. By the way, uh, I, I've also continued my gimmick of taking nothing of the last 20 years. <laughs> so the, i learned my lesson i did that that remember this that weird SummerSlam draft where like i bizarrely had all recent matches because liam kept freaking aping all the matches i wanted yeah and i was yeah. so bad and like and i did that was the worst i ever did in any fan poll was that SummerSlam. so people expect me to never go past 2002 in these things <laughs> i was trying to pull up the results of that really quick but i can't find it yeah, uh, the SummerSlam draft, that was a fun show, though. Yeah, with all these drafts are fun, yeah. God, there's still some good matches left. No one's brought up a SmackDown 6 match. Yeah, Kyle, you had yeah. Punk Lesnar, SummerSlam There's Slam some out there, 13. though. Mm-hmm. Punk Lesnar, SummerSlam 13, Brian Cena, Austin Angle, Taker Edge, Lesnar, Joe, Reigns, and Strowman. Yeah, so you were all 21st century stuff. It's kind, of a, it's kind of a it's a good list, by the way. I should have done better. That, that is poll. a good list. What the hell are these fans? Thinking? Who even won that poll? I won that I poll. Oh. That's the one that I won. I should, uh, I, should, I, should yeah. I should I should I should cut a 21st century WWE promo and blame the fans. <laughs> I had I had Brett <laughs> I had Brett Bulldog, Brett Perfect, HBK Razor, Rollins Cena, and Orton Benoit. Okay. All right. I think Kyle, actually, game. Kyle, you came in second in that draft. Oh, never mind. Oh, I, no. I, I'll tell you what. If there is one group of people I really like, it's the people who vote in these polls. <laughs> 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 all right. So we, we the three the three of us all need two left, and, and Zach's done. So here we go. All right. My back. turn. Yeah. Well, Kyle, you got four. So you're, you got four matches oh, now. So no, you got I one. Left. I have three. Oh, wait. Yeah. You would have three. Why did I put that tally mark there? You're right. Yeah. You um, three matches. Seven dollars. That's right. My nomination. It yep. is. All right. I'm going to go outside of AEW, WWE, WCW, 
AWA. I am going to go with a casket match, grave consequences, Phoenix versus Mil Muertes, Lucha Underground. Whoa. I wow. Did not did not, see this I mean, wow. <laughs> Holy smoke. <laughs> I mean, wow. they're, talk, they're, they're talking about the green monster here on TV. I mean, <laughs> I think I think Justin Joint, quite frankly, has the, uh, you know, has man. The, is manning left field is what I'm trying to say. Here. <laughs> wow. I didn't expect to see that. Whoa. I actually um, thought I thought you were going to go. I That's not where I thought you were going to go. Justin. Where'd you think I was going to go? Or maybe don't want to mention it. That's well played. No, I'm not going to mention it. Okay. Um, so obviously when Lucha Underground first got started it had a lot of buzz and not everybody could watch it in fact i wasn't able to watch it until it got onto netflix um mm-hmm. in this match i by far and away was the best thing i saw when you add in the story going into it um it was kind of a star making performance for somebody who's all over our tvs now in phoenix who just is incapable of having a bad match um a lot of a lot of blood. They fought all over the arena. Kyle, have you ever seen this match? I think I did once, and and I kind of can't remember it. I'm going to be blunt with okay. you. I, right. I am not a Lucha Underground aficionado. I can't claim to be either, but man, I love this match. Uh, and I, being said, I don't think you two are all that much interested. I'm just going to bid a dollar. <laughs> Look uh, at that strategy. Strategy. Oh, my God. Four and a half stars in the Observer. Nine point one eight on Cage Match. Was this so? This is season one, right? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. It looks like episode yeah. nineteen of season one. Man, I, I don't I think I actually about this match. I don't think I actually made it past season one of Lucha Underground. Yeah. I I, yeah. One dollar. <laughs> I don't know if I can Holy let you God. walk away. Oh, one dollar. <laughs> Come on. There are some good matches left on this board. I just saw. Holy Bob Toledo. I'm not <laughs> betting. Mouth. I'm not betting two dollars on this. Hmm. I'll let you have it. Sweet. Thank you. Wow. First first one dollar <laughs> buy. Wow. That is just man, that's some good strategy right there. All right. That is a good one dollar. Lucha Underground, one dollar. All right. So that leaves it to me, uh, Justin. You've got four matches, fifteen dollars left. Kyle, yes, you need two more matches. You get seven dollars. I need two more matches. I have twenty-three dollars. I'm I'm stealing something from Kyle. That, I don't even care what the match is. I'm stealing <laughs> something from Kyle with my last something match. that he wants. Yep. I have a lot left. Yeah, There's I have so much so many, left. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe There's some of the things I'm seeing on my screen, Tony. Oh, <laughs> Wrong God, there's some really good. There's some clash <laughs> matches out there. I got some raw stuff. Um, man, there's a raw match out there that I'm surprised. I mean, I'm kind of surprised it's still still left. I thought this group maybe you know would hone in on it, but we'll see. We'll see if it see if it gets picked. There's a match, Ryan, that I'm shocked. At. I think maybe you're going to not. Maybe it doesn't sound like you're going to nominate it, though. Hmm. There's a lot on my board, actually, even from Raw, that I kind of really want. And now I'm trying to narrow it down. It makes it a little hard. Um. 
I guess I'll go with. There's one out there I know Kyle really wants. Oh, you do? Yeah. <laughs> and I could do it, and I could bid like, what do you got left? Seven dollars? I could just bid eight bucks just to piss you off. It's okay. <laughs> not, no, you, you're not even going to hear it. There, there's so much left that I'm cool. That's... <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I'd be so mad. <laughs> yeah, come on, play along, Kyle. Yeah, mm. piss. Right, I'm just gonna. I hey, I I picked this one in our Brett draft. I'll just do this one. Brett Benoit, the Owen tribute match, October fourth, ninety nine, oh. Nitro. Our and first Nitro match. First Nitro I'll, match. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'll bid eight bucks on it. That way, I know Kyle's out of the bidding, so it's just Justin. <laughs> It's all yours, buddy. Eight bucks. All right. I'll take it. Leaves me with an wow. even 15 with you. With one match left. I could get interesting. That'll be fun. So you, oh, wow. So you, steal, guys have, man. you guys have 15, 15. left for yeah. one match. For one I have, match. I have $7 left for two. Yes. <laughs> this has worked into our plans perfectly. Freaking unbelievable here! I'm up against Barisma or something here. You guys, you guys talking about you guys talking about being across the street in Iowa? Been, might as well be dealing with the Ukraine. It sounds like. Oh, all right, Kyle, you got the nomination. What do you got? I'm do just it. kidding. What kind of asshole would believe in that Barisma shit? Um. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Uh, pull no punches on this podcast yeah okay wow it's my turn i don't know where to go i don't know where to go there are so many matches i can nominate here um there are things i could do that would get you involved um um i'm gonna go with this one i don't know if i'm gonna wind up getting it but i think it's the on the short list for best matches in smackdown history uh, two things I do not like to talk about very much are heel Steve Austin was a real business killer. And, uh, well, uh, isn't that a real, uh, horrible transition to Chris Redacted? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, but on a uh, fine evening in Edmonton, uh, Mr. Austin and Mr. Redacted met. Of course, since it was in Edmonton, we know who lost and because this is the WWE. <laughs> But uh, just a fantastic match between, uh, in all seriousness, Austin and Benoit. Uh, that was, I think, I didn't write the exact date down, damn it. It's like May, it's late May of, or it might even be early June. It was, it's the week on SmackDown after the tag match that Justin nominated. Uh, May 31st, 01. May 31st. May 31st, 01, Austin versus Benoit. I'll start the bidding at $5. The third redacted match that will be coming off the board. Mm-hmm. Really unfortunate he had to kill his family. Uh, yes. <laughs> that is yes. Uh, the that is mm-hmm. the coldest take that will be offered on this show, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. $5? Four and a half star match. I can't pick two Benoit matches in a row. No, I, I just can't do it. No. Oh wow, I got it, huh? You got it. Five bucks. Wow, two dollars for your last and one. Th- there is a spot in this match where Austin, like he's always cool, he just like sort of recklessly does this front suplex to Benoit on the announce table. It is awesome. It is so like he just and then he like 
just like walks off. I think he kind of like felt bad and he sort of looks back, but like he just like kill. Yeah, that's a bad word choice. He suplexes Benoit very hard <laughs> on the announce table and uh, he just like gets real fired up. If that doesn't give you strength about this industry, folks, I don't know what will. <laughs> All right. It's a good, so I, it's a good bargain so, there. Five bucks. Yeah. So I got three hey, bucks is- left. Yeah. I got three bucks left and, uh, you guys have fifteen. You get two dollars left. Two dollars oh, left. Two. Oh, $2. big difference. But yes, two. Well, get seven before. Sounds like I'm just gonna keep not whatever. You guys will nominate things against each other, and you'll get whatever's left. Yeah. All right, Justin. What do you got? Oh, we both have fifteen dollars. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to f- decide on like greatest matches, like. What are you factoring in? Is it just the in-ring? Is it the crowd? Is it, you know, a big moment? Uh, is it a career-changing match? Um, for me, there's probably a definite best match on my board right now, but I kind of want to finish my board with a little bit of variety as far as promotions go. So I think I'm going to go with a title change on WCW Nitro. Sting versus DDP, April 26th of 1999. Um, and I will just go ahead and bid my $15. <laughs> Isn't it crazy that the best Nitro matches are from 99? Like eight, which is like a a hideous yeah. year for that project. But they were. I mean, oh. if it if it's not the Owen tribute match that Ryan brought up, it's this one. I I love this match. I've ever watched it live. People loved it. My college roommate, uh, you know, I was a freshman in college at this point, and he was like into it. He probably hasn't watched wrestling in twenty years. <laughs> but I remember he was like, "This is a good match," and. uh it was again kind of forgotten the time, but it's been brought back. I know the P- folks at the, the PWO message board really love this match. Um, so it got I, some it, shine there. You know, excluding war games matches or maybe just saying uh, singles matches for Sting, I, this might be top five. It's the yeah. best Crows thing match for sure. Yeah, there you mm-hmm. go. Yeah, yes. that's a good way of yep. putting it. All right, well, you got it because that's 15 bucks and I can't top that. So, yes, sir. Same thing's going to happen on my pick because I'll have 15, I'll get it, and then Kyle will get his pick and that'll conclude it. <laughs> yeah, so this is it. Yeah. I mean, technically, I, I guess I could nominate it for $3 and walk home with some money, but. Why would you do something like that? <laughs> what kind of asshole would do that? So. All right, I'm interested. I'm interested to see if you're going to pick this match that I had marked. Ryan Drosty will pick it. Wow. I I'm kind of I... nervous about Kyle getting a certain match for only $2. So no pressure, there's a, Ryan. Th- there's like a lot of matches that I can't believe I could get for $2. Like Ryan could pick anything here, and I'm going to be like so happy with the choices I have. Is the one that you thought I would pick a flare match? Yes. Yeah, I picked that one in our flare draft. I think I know the one you're thinking of. Yeah. It's a did. Saturday yeah. night match. Yep, yep, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's on my list. I got another Raw 97 match on my list. I've got a Raw 05 match on my list that I'd be happy with here. Um, shit. The SmackDown match from 01 I could go with. There's a lot. 
We could have yeah, done like 10 rounds. <laughs> We've got a lot of there, honorable. I got dynamite matches about. that could be on here easily. Yeah. There's a match on my board to speak to Justin's point about moments that I, I want to ask everybody after after we're done, if if, if it was on yours, because it's uh, certainly it's one of those moment matches, you know? Mm-hmm. I, Did it happen in the month of April? <laughs> Did it happen it in the did. month of April? Yeah, I know what you're it talking did. about. That's on my board, too. Oh, okay. Man. That's one of the great pops of all time. Yeah. Mm. Boy, and then there's this match that I know Kyle really covets. They mentioned on our podcast with Graham Coffin. I could take. <sighs> it's all you. Whatever you want. I can't outbid you. I got $2. <laughs> So, if I wanted to be a dick, <laughs> I would take that tag right now because I know he wants it. But if I'm if I'm drafting honestly, like for matches that mean a lot more to me personally, or like matches that at the time I was just blown away by, uh, I think I'm gonna go with one that might shock you, Kyle Ross. But I was in college at the time. And this match was one that me and my friends talked about for weeks and weeks afterwards. And it is Shelton Benjamin there and Shawn is. Michaels from May 2nd, 2005. I mean, this this match, the, the gold rush quarterfinal match, at this point, I was thinking just the sky's the limit for Shelton Benjamin. How can they screw this guy up? <laughs> I mean, the, the super kick spot coming <laughs> off the top rope, the springboard. I mean, how many times have you seen that highlight? Sean won about a 15-minute match, but, I mean, it's just a highlight real match. It showed, you know, what Shelton could have been, even as a single. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll just bid all $15, and I'll have that be my final match. Wow. Uh, you're you're absolutely right about how we could have done six or seven rounds. There are some, just some absolute <laughs> freaking beauts oh, yeah. left here. Um, I'm going old school for sure here. God, there's just a lot of options. I'm actually not going to take what you think I'm going to take, Ryan. I'm not okay. going to take the Midnight's Fantastics match. And I may wind up losing because of this, but I don't really give a damn. Uh, earlier in this draft, I took us to a place we'd never been before. The American Wrestling Association in 1986. Didn't get it, but guess what? I can go back there. And we're all children of the 80s on this program right now. At least I think you are, Zach. Right? Yes. I, I would hate to misspeak. Yep. I, I was 99. No, no. Okay. And it is safe to say that in the history of the worldwide leader. There has never been ever anything so bloody to air on that network than the Midnight Rockers versus Doug Summers and Playboy Buddy Rose, Blood in the Sand, from Las Vegas at the Showboat Sports Pavilion, a quad juice fest on national television. Definitely better than any Rockers match in WWE. And just unbelievable babyface heat segments in this one. This is, you know, uh, the second, it's the AWA of all places had maybe the two best U.S. matches in 1986. Um, I think 
in the Observer, I remember, I think Flair and, and Barry battle the belt. By the way, n- nobody picked Flair and Barry from Worldwide in, in, in from 87. But that, that was mm-hmm. high on my board. But um, I think Flair and Barry from Florida won match of the year that year. I'll take both AWA matches over that uh, in my voting in retrospect. So Midnight Rockers uh, versus Rose and Summers, uh, you know, probably along with Bachwinkle and Henning, the last great feud in the AWA uh, was taped August 30th. I believe it aired September 2nd. Right around the time. Two bucks. Right around the time WWE was changing its syndication. Two dollars. It's a good buy. Well, for two bucks. Absolutely love my selections. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I really can't wait to go on Twitter and vote for myself. I'm not going to. You, you are not going to be getting <laughs> any votes from anybody under 25, though. That's <laughs> true. Just going to break true. that to you. Fair. Yeah. Fair. It's true. So, this is this is the week where Kyle's going to be very active getting on the uh, Twitter page. And tweeting out at you know the old school wrestling fans, trying to make them engage with the page so that they vote for him. And just breaking watch it this all great my... match, guys. Watch <laughs> this great match. Yeah, and I'll just be I'll be breaking it all my neighbors' houses. Hey, can I use your uh, computer real quick? I need to vote on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so that I mean that's it. We all got we all got five matches. I can run through them really quick, and then we can talk about what didn't make the list, and then take it home from there. But uh, Kyle, since you ended it, you ended up with Flair Steamboat from Clash Six. Steamboat and, and Dustin versus Arn and Larry Zabisco from Clash 17. The Dallas 10-man ten, Raw from uh, 2000. The Austin and Benoit SmackDown match from May of 2001. And then the AWA match that you just mentioned, the tag with the Midnight Rockers taking on Summers and Rose. Uh, Justin has Brian Danielson and Omega from AEW a- Rampage. Or uh, AEW Dynamite Grand Slam, I should say. Taker and Hardy. <laughs> Taker and Hardy from Raw, Triple H, Austin versus Jericho and Benoit from Raw. Uh, the Lucha Underground match with Ray Phoenix taking on Muertes. Uh, Sting and DDP from April 99's Nitro. Zach has Brett123 Kid from Raw, July 94. Bachwinkle and Hennig, New Year's Eve, 86. Flair Sting, Clash 1, Cena Punk, February 2013, Raw. Cena and Michaels Raw April 2007 and I have Flair Funk Clash 9 Brock Angle Iron Man match from Smackdown Owen Hart and the British Bulldog from Raw March 97 Brett versus Brett Hart versus Chris Benoit Nitro 1999 and Shelton Benjamin taking on Shawn Michaels from Raw May 2005 some damn good television matches damn here. good stuff I'm be up all night there, out so Zach, what, the match that you were talking about a second ago that I think we're on the same page, the April match. Which one were you thinking of? It, so the moment, and again, yeah, not yeah, the mo- a moment match, not like you know a work rate rat match, but Triple H versus Chris Jericho for the WWF yep. Championship, April seventeenth, two thousand. I mean, it's like it's got the shock factor. It's got you know, like you said, Ryan, like the pop. I mean, the pop itself, you know, even with the fast count, like just just really well done in that moment. Um, and it was just that the match like existed for, for that moment. But it's a heck of a match for that reason. And, then, know, Triple, in, in, <laughs> and then Triple H called him a sawed off midget like a complete asshole. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the the uh, uh, I feel like the companion match to that one that I was considering, uh, not because of the match itself, but just because of 
possibly the hottest crowd ever, Mankind versus Rock. Yeah. Mankind's first world title win. Mm-hmm. Oh, if, if, if we were to take out traditional evaluation of matches, mm-hmm. like how we do it with the star rating system and whatnot, and just talk about like moment, that I think you could argue is the best moment in the history of Monday Night Raw, Mick Foley winning a title. The pop that Steve oh. Austin receives when he interferes the match, it should it is like almost frightening that another human being could receive that reaction coming out in front. Like if like you you when you watch it, the pop, it's just like like every time you just want you're like, how like over was this man? My God. Mm-hmm. It you can it like you can tell. I mean, in, and when you, you watch his career, right? Like you can like he he, he plays everything well and sells it well, but when he's walking out. Like you could tell that he's like shocked, stunned by it too. Like there's just a, a moment the camera catches him. And he's like, holy, like, holy shit. Like, yeah, he's like, he's I mean, like, I could literally do anything right now. And these people are going to love it. <laughs> and, and, yeah. What it, it turns out that he just hits rock with a completely unprotected chair oh, shot, which is yes. like, so good. Just, yes. Yeah. I bet the other great part about that is like the, like the way it's shot, you know, like it, they, they shoot it and like the DX is brawling with the corporation on the outside of the ring. And then the glass breaks, you hear the roar, he walks out. And then they like the camera shot that catches the crowd like a second later is like panned out. And you see the whole like arena just going, just going crazy. Mm-hmm. Like it, it really is a special moment. You're right. That, I don't know, man. I think it's hard to argue that that's one of the best moments in, in raw history. I, I don't know that you can, I don't know. You probably can argue it, but I think that's that almost takes the cake right away. Yeah, absolutely. What What are some of the other matches people have? Like Kyle, you were talking about a match you thought that I was going to take for sure. Pillman Flair Saturday night, February seventeenth, ninety. That was the one yeah. I'm sure, right? Along uh, the same lines as the Brett One Two Three Kid, right? With the champion, yep. you get the young line. You mm-hmm. can throw Kenny another match, Kenny Omega and Jungle Boy if you want some recent stuff. Yeah, those, those are all very. Yeah. That was on my list. Yeah, uh, I would also say, as far as AEW goes, uh, Omega Page versus Lucha Brothers right before mm-hmm. Revolution, and immediately following Revolution, the thirty-minute Iron Man with Omega and Pac was tremendous too. Yeah, yeah. best was... friends against Santana and Ortiz. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I'm I trying to think of like some all NXT. My list. I'm trying to think of some NXT matches. Was that was that Mustache Mountain tag? With the undisputed air, was that on streaming. the TV streaming. show, or was yeah, that on? That, that was, was that on streaming? streaming. Yeah, that was okay. Streaming. Okay, I, I, I'll be honest with you. Maybe shame on me. I didn't even consider a single NXT match from the USA. Yeah, I, I didn't either. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so, I, nothing stuck with me. I, I've got two matches that I'm shocked didn't end up on anybody's board. Uh, TLC three. Yeah. Yep. Dudley's mm-hmm. Hardy's. Edge and Christian and uh, Jericho in Redacted, and uh, Shawn Michaels versus Marty Jannetty. There, I had that on my list. Yeah, from July I had that on my list. I thought about it when I got down to that last pick. I was considering. I, I actually I love that Pillman Flair match. I raved about it on our Flair draft. If you want to check that out in the archives, but I wasn't considering it for this one. Like I had there were some big matches, just. The Shelton Sean match I loved so much at the time. I just had to take it. It was like a personal pick. But I had TLC three. TLC three. I was thinking of. I was thinking of taking the Owen Bulldog Austin Michaels match from May yeah. seven, where Michaels comes oh, yeah. back. Yeah, that's just like an awesome match. And, <laughs> and his um, the, 
that that, first that, knee injury. that crippling knee injury disappeared immediately when he did a backflip <laughs> off the top rope to start the match. Yes. Somebody, I think some, somebody wrote that Michael's arrogance about not even pretending he was hurt was just like almost awesome to behold. Like Dude, this I guy just comes out, he's like, it. "Yeah, remember when I told you I lost my smile?" And some of you actually <laughs> believe me. What a fucking dope you are. <laughs> <laughs> And then, yeah, and they win the tag titles in that yeah. match. And I just like I can remember watching that show live so clearly. And like I loved Brett and Sean growing up. So it was like everyone listens pod knows I'm a huge Brett fan, but like Sean was my second favorite wrestler. And so I was pumped to see him come back. I mean I, I can remember like my whole night watching that and like how excited I was that yeah, like I know right after I watched yeah. that raw, I remember my mom took me and my my brother and my sister to Dairy Queen. <laughs> like, I don't know why this isn't great in my head. I can remember watching that match, going to Dairy Queen and talking with my little brother about, oh, how awesome was that tag team match? And like sitting there eating our ice cream cones. It's like ingrained in my mind. It was almost 25 years ago. Crazy. <laughs> Zach, Zach, I don't know if you know this, but there's a tradition in the Drosty household. Whenever there's a tag team title change, they go out and get ice cream. <laughs> i could make it a tradition my daughters would love that they'd love it yeah and, and you yeah. know look it, it's a uh it's a trope that we all kind of just roll our eyes at now uh because they still freaking do it way too much but that was the first time we had the gimmick of partners who do not get along and are being forced to team with austin mm-hmm. and that, it, it was like this novel thing it's like what they have to team but they don't like each other like now yeah. it's just like jesus can we stop doing this like I mean, like yeah. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. God bless Shayna. I love her. Nia, not so much. But that's not Austin and Michaels. No, I had I had Michael and get... on my list too. Yeah. Did it, do you guys have uh, that crazy Flair Edge match? I think it was a TLC match mm-hmm. in like 06 or something like that. I had that as like a you know potential you know five dollar less pick on on, a, on my board. That thing was just crazy. I mean. Flair it's just nuts. That match is out of control. It's almost like yeah. tough to watch. Yeah, had yeah. never done a ladder match. Well, 06 Ric Flair was very odd when he was just like, you know, at that age was doing these crazy matches. All of a sudden he did that. He was <laughs> yeah. in money in the he was in money in the bank at WrestleMania. <laughs> and then him and Foley just decided, well, you know, if we live after this match, whatever. They just like just mm-hmm. both bleed like <laughs> stuck pigs at SummerSlam. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I thought maybe. Kyle would take Flair and Sting against JTEX from Clash 8. I had that on my list. Yeah, a little lower on my Clash list. It's a top 10 yeah. Clash match, but not quite there. Yeah, I considered both Midnight to go old school from that era. I had two Midnight's Fantastics match. The Clash one, and then the match on Worldwide that you referenced. We talked about when Graham was on the podcast. Mm. Uh, Flair May 14th, and Bar- 88. Yeah, Flair and Barry. I said I was surprised no one brought um, January 20th, 87 on Worldwide. That's a a Broadway. It's the match that really, I think, uh, made Barry on a national basis. Um, yeah. Smack, no one took a SmackDown Six match. Is it because yeah, no Eddie matches? Yeah. Is it because they ran all ran kind of run together, and you can't pick a favorite? I, I that was my when I watched like the more the highest regarded ones. I was like, eh, it's kind of tough for me to like go out on a limb for any of them over the others. Like they're all they all kind of are pretty samesies and like edge and Guerrero and have their match where they bust out a lot of ladders. Um, yeah. That there's a rematch of the no mercy tag with edge and Ray against Benoit angle. 
I think the, a big lesson here is we all were afraid to take too many Benoit matches. Benoit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I couldn't uh, do two in a row there at the end. Yeah. yeah. Um, Triple H and HBK from San Antonio, the dusty finish. Had that on my list. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, that's the la- that's actually the last one on my board here. That everything else is either talked about in this conversation or or uh, on someone's list. Yeah. Think about it though. Like when I when you got when like you guys were like, hey, we're gonna do this show about you know greatest TV matches. And my my initial was like, okay, man, I really gotta you know. There's not uh, you know gonna spend my money early on some of the on some of the big ones. But then as you like as you kind of remember and dig in to some of these eras and some of these shows, like a lot of great wrestling happened on, on, on TV. I mean, like, like you said, Kyle, you, you, we could, we could have gone 10 rounds on this thing. Probably. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot really? of good stuff still out there. Yeah. I, I was the same way. Like initially I just wrote down the obvious ones. I'm like, all right, well you got to have a couple of these, but then yeah. when I actually like dug deep and I wanted cage match, I was like, Holy crap, man. Forget about like, after like, the first few, I'm cool, like laying back and letting some of these roll to me. Uh, I have the Slam Fest. If you're watching on YouTube, Slam Fest '95 tape on Coliseum wow. Video. This has the uh, Click wow. Tag match, which I debated taking with that last mm. pick. Uh, Diesel and Sean against Razor and Kid uh, from the act because I just wanted to be a real asshole and take a match from the Action Zone. Action Zone. <laughs> look at say, look at me. <laughs> um, yeah, and how how great was it that the Click just decides to have like a tag match with themselves and like just the selling in that match is so preposterous. How they all like, I mean, it's cool. They all want to make you know, but it's obvious why they're making each other look like a million bucks. They're all good friends. Yeah. Zach, you're an Illinois guy, right? Yes, sir. How close are you to Tinley Park? I'm about uh, like like forty minutes. Oh, that's where this tape is from, by the way. I bought it off eBay. It's a, somebody must wow. have bought it there. From it's from uh, it's from Tinley Video Two. I don't know uh, whatever happened to Tinley Video One, uh, but uh, they would like you to know. Be kind. Please rewind. By the way, good friend. Tinley good. Video Two. Yeah, I can't say I ventured there. I have not been the, in Video Two. Yeah, you know something. This is good the draw for- to subscribe to our YouTube page. Yes, uh, see this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my good buddy and fan and patron of the show, Chad Repack. You want to know something about this? If you know this guy, this wouldn't surprise y'all. He never rewound when he returned video. <laughs> we always I get just, the Chad digs in. Always. I, I gotta bring that Without up right fail. now. Without fail. <laughs> never oh, rewound videos before returning. What an asshole! And I hope he hears this and lets everyone know I told everyone that. <laughs> oh man, Chad, great guy. <laughs> never rewound. Joe, it's gonna be great. He's gonna be like, I, he's gonna be like, I always rewound. You're forgetting about it. That was somebody else. <laughs> oh man! All right. So, Zach, I want to thank you for joining us tonight and spending an hour and a half, a little over an hour and a half, doing this. Uh, let the listeners know where they can find you. What do you have coming up on your schedule over the next couple of months? Yeah. Hey, guys. Thanks for for having me. It's always just a a blast joining you guys and love talking wrestling and just have a, having a good time. So yeah, I mean, if I uh, would love for anybody out there listening to follow our work at, at pwtorch.com, we got just a, a sl- all, all sorts of content up on there on a regular basis from news to editorials and columns, it just, uh, show reports on, 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 you know, all the top uh, wrestling shows. It's all there at pwtorch.com. And if you go VIP, 
Um, you can check out my weekly audio show. It's called On the Canvas and, and breaks down kind of the art, the art of the business. So kind of staying away from booking and who should win the title and stuff and just kind of honing in on the, the artistry of, of wrestling. Uh, and so you can check that out. Usually it drops Thursday or Friday, um, but pwtorch.com slash go VIP is the place to go to kind of check out what you get with membership. And I think you'll be uh, happy if you give us a shot. So pwtorch.com slash go VIP. And then uh, give me a follow on Twitter at ZHaydornTorch. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And I'm not just saying this because Zach's on the show right now at all, but I love the coverage that you guys and the uh, analysis you gave last night's Monday Night Raw, both your column and Wade's column. Um, you know, I thought really hit the nail on the head on a lot of issues that the draft brings to the table. <laughs> Yeah. Our draft was Thank you, sir. It, it, it was so nice sitting here with the three of you guys and talking the history of this great sport. I had wrote on our Facebook page that I bitch about modern WWE all the time, but so many great promotions and eras of TV matches to talk about. Um, you know, it was nice. Nobody brought up a single. I think your Cena Punk match was the most recent choice. Was it not? Yeah, God. Well, well, so. no, other, than, other than you know, um, at least for WWE. Because Justin yeah, had an underground yeah. match at yeah, AEW. Yeah, that's the most recent WWE choice. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'd highly recommend P- PW Torch VIP section. I try to make Zach's podcast a must listen for me. I'm a VIP. Always enjoy the listen and all the work he's doing over there. Zach, appreciate your friendship and coming on the show numerous times over yeah. the last couple of years. Anytime, you guys. Always have a always have a blast. You guys are the best. So appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for your support. And Justin Joint, thank you for coming up with the auction idea to change it up a little bit. This was fun. Hope you guys liked it. Yes. What a nice smile. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we will do this again for sure. You can find all of us on Twitter. The show is at Top Rope Nation. Justin's at Justin Joint, J-O-I-N-T. I'm at Ryan Droste, D-R-O-S-T-E. Kyle is at T-R-P Kyle. As I mentioned at the top of the show, if you want to support what we're doing, Check out the Patreon page, link here in the description of the podcast and video. Uh, Subscribe to us on YouTube and on your favorite podcasting platform. And join the Facebook discussion group. Search Top Rope Nation Pro Wrestling Discussion on Facebook.com. We're all in there posting most days, at least when Facebook's not down. We're on there talking pro wrestling. A lot of fun, (laughs) great way to interact with us. And uh, yeah, we... (laughs) It's amazing the the lengths that Urban Meyer will go to, huh? <laughs> to distract us from his outings. Yes. Tell you what. Mm. Herb, Herb, when they talk about it's a grind being an NFL coach, that's not what they're talking about, oh, buddy. No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, <laughs> this week's been a grind, but we've reached the weekend, yes. you guys. <laughs> I don't think those I don't think those AEW EVPs are the biggest concern of the Cod family right now, huh? That is for sure. <laughs> that is for Facts. sure. Facts. Everyone have a great weekend. We will catch you again real soon. Take care. Vote Justin. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. 
Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.